hi guys let's introduce ourselves and we'll give our uh pronoun name pronouns major and then what year you're in and then anything else you'd like us to know so um my name is natalia wong i go by she her pronouns i'm a women's studies major in sophomore year and this is our podcast hey. I'm Samantha Robinson. Mm-hmm. Pronouns are she, her. I'm a psychology major, and I'm also a sophomore. Um, my name is Mackenzie Yeddo. My pronouns are they, she. I'm a sophomore journalism major. Okay. Awesome. And we're kind of just going to go uh, have a conversation about Barbie, guided by like some of my questions, and I'll give you guys some fun facts, too. Um, to start off, what do you know about Barbie, and what does Barbie mean to you? And we can kind of go in a circle for every question. I... I don't know that I like know that much intellectually about Barbie, um, but I mean I've seen almost every Barbie movie since like 2003. <laughs> um, I grew up with like a lot of younger so like a lot of cousins, lots of siblings, mm-hmm. so we just kind of have accidentally watched every so Barbie much movie. Barbie. Yeah. And what about you, Sam? Did you interact with Barbie as a kid? I was a doll kid. I like okay. collecting mm-hmm. dolls and stuff, so mm-hmm. kind of by default, I did know a lot about Barbie. Mm-hmm. But I was never really into the movies or anything about her brand, really. She was just, like, the doll I could pick up when I wanted a new doll. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, I yeah. get it. And you guys know about my obsession yes. with Barbie, <laughs> obviously. I've seen every movie. Um, me and my sisters had a lot of the dolls, and because there's three of us, it was so easy to use the dolls and play pretend and pretend all of us were yeah. Barbie. It was so bad to the point where my dad knows some of the Barbie soundtracks. <laughs> but Barbie was a really big thing for me. Um, would you say that Barbie was influential to you guys as a kid? Hmm. Her image was influential. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because there was a lot of other brands who tried to copy the Barbie look, which was, you know, pink, blonde, blue eye, thin, white. You know right. what I mean? So there, you could find any doll that looked like Barbie and had right. obvious influences towards Barbie. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like... So she was pretty much everywhere, and even though I per- she personally wasn't my favorite, Barbie was a part of my childhood. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, even though I can't pinpoint a point in my life where, like, Barbie supposedly, like, had an impact on me personally, I think that, like, it was just our around. childhood definitely yeah. was impacted by the image of Barbie. A lot of the movies came out around, like, the perfect time that we were kids, and yeah. they were, like, we were at that age to absorb all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I personally saw her a lot as like even though I couldn't see myself as her because I mean obviously I'm not white or blonde or like I have blue eyes it was still like she was really independent in all of her movies like the person who solves all the problems in her movies is her and if there is a guy it's Ken or some other variation of Ken and he's always like the sidekick right or like he's the love interest like he's the love interest (laughs) and he's kind of the dumb one that follows her around Mm -hmm. and she sometimes even has to save him which I think is really funny. Um, and, like, she was always in charge, and I kind of hope that she still has that effect on, like, younger kids. Because mm-hmm. even though, like, I read into it a little bit more, obviously, yeah. because of how truly obsessed I was, I still hope that, like, little kids can yeah. see that you could do whatever you want because it doesn't matter if you're yeah. a girl. So Barbie has a little bit of a background as being, like, a career woman. If you look at her Wikipedia page... Her careers page is over a hundred, right? It's organized by profession. It's organized by military, by like food industry, by like space exploration. It's so funny. Did you see her as that, as like a career woman, or 
was she overshadowed by something else? Unfortunately, because I was a big doll person, I saw the uniforms in her oh. career as just like a fashion option. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I kind of did. Like a, a dress? Yeah. Like a fun Consciously outfit. or not, I did kind of just not really view her as career. I just saw mm. that as like costumes, mm. you know? Like when you dress up as like yeah. a police officer for Halloween versus like... Mm-hmm. Actually be, like, yeah. Okay. That's kind of how I saw it. Um, I would say, like, kind of the opposite for me. Like, she was her career first, which I think is kind of cool. Like, there are definitely, like, Barbie movies I prefer more because of, like, her profession or her role in them. Um, I, of course, saw her as, like, I played a lot of the video games on the, like, (laughs) barbiegames.com. And, like, there was this one game where you had to, like, roll the dice and then play as whatever career you landed on. And, like, if you passed the game, like, that's how you moved on in the game. So I saw all of her different professions and, like, played a little game as to what those things were. But I kind of noticed that when talking to other people about Barbie and, like, you know, you guys and even asking other people, she kind of got overshadowed by her body Mm -hmm. because... A lot of people say Barbie's anti-feminist because she's so focused on body image, but that was never what it was about. I think you mentioned that to me. I was like, can I talk about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because I know that Barbie was intended, like, by the makers of Mattel to kind of be a career woman, Mm -hmm. and, like, it was modeled after, like, their daughter or whatever, their granddaughter, I think. And I think over time, people just kind of looked at a skinny like big breasted white girl was like <laughs> she all she cares about is her body and like yeah. she's supposed to represent like body stand or beauty standards when in reality that was never what it was supposed to be and i think it's also a little misogynist that yeah. she can't be both and i think that comes from like again a misogynistic idea mm-hmm. that the doll itself like barbie like as a person even yeah. though she's not like a person but mm-hmm. as a person no matter how much career she's been and no matter how she's successful mm-hmm. she's been people argue about her as a feminist because of her body so even within like the feminist community there's still a little bit of that misogynistic like oh that's all she is mm-hmm. and that's like a big thing that we talked about in class it's like what about bodies is so important to us in our society yeah um so we actually did also talk about the miss america pageant which mm-hmm. got like a ton of backlash because it was basically evaluating women's bodies and how like how they ranked um and so related to barbie do you guys think that she upholds those standards and does she do it on purpose Hmm. without meaning to i think yes Mm -hmm. because i mean definitely in like the modern corporate world Mm -hmm. i think we're marketing a certain beauty standard Mm -hmm. and so we're kind of pushing barbie into that mold um just because it sells well and i i noticed this in some of the articles that i was reading um they even said that some kids choose a skinnier barbie doll yeah like they will pick out because they think that one's more fun and more cute and unfortunately even though that wasn't the intention i think corporations know what sells so i think the corporations do it on purpose yeah but the original intention of barbie was never that because i think you know, what sells, sells, and the Barbie, the original Barbie, with her body and with, you know, 
her whiteness and her blonde hair, blue eyes, that sells quicker than these other like lines that they do try to put out, but like the original body does upheld like uphold that yeah. type of you know mm-hmm. and i think that's also because that was the beauty standard that was marketed towards the earlier generations so yeah. now mm-hmm. that they're the ones buying the barbie dolls for their kids that's yeah what they're them. picking because it's parents mm-hmm. the skinnier ones yeah and even like parents will say you can't pick a black barbie because yes. it doesn't look like you mm-hmm. but what's wrong with a you know a white, a child, white child having, having a, black, a barbie. black barbie yeah or any race of barbie or and, and the way any of them look and i think like kids is a really big part of how Barbie is perceived because like it kind of impacts how they think in the future mm-hmm. and um, that kind of moves me on to my next question do you think little kids or even like teenagers regardless of gender should keep seeing Barbie and do you think continuing to show Barbie to kids will keep having a positive or negative impact I think especially now mm-hmm. with the way Barbie has so much different outlets now because mm-hmm. now we have a show where it's yeah. like Barbie Life in the Dream House. We have all these new movies coming out and everything. I think we shouldn't be opposed to letting kids find inspiration in Barbie and right. watch all of it and all mm-hmm. of that because no matter what gender, you're watching a fun show with a girl who has so many different careers and mm-hmm. she has this fabulous life and it shouldn't be limited to just like little white girls. Do you know what yes. I mean? I think. Yeah. Because now that they're getting more inclusive and there's different characters and different storylines and this, this, and that, mm-hmm. it should open the doors for, like, more children to watch it. Yeah. You know what and I mean? And, like, now I think what's being pushed is, like, toys have no gender. And, like, right. that's been a really, really big controversy mm-hmm. that Legos aren't just for boys, but then yeah. Lego creates things like Lego Friends, which are Legos for girls. Yes. And I think that it's become more common for kids who don't identify as, like, girls to Mm -hmm. go down the barbie section and say like i want her or i want this one Mm -hmm. because luckily the generation that's raising kids that are like kids now yeah um millennials they are aware they know that a little boy can wear a dress if he wants to Mm -hmm. or a little girl can play legos you know yeah um so a little background barbie as you mentioned was actually created as a career woman by a woman named Ruth Handler, and she was a Jewish woman, and she actually felt like she knew what it was like to not see herself represented, which is why she created this doll. And she also created the first Barbie, the first black Barbie in 1980, which is pretty late. (laughs) It's very late, but still. She created the black Barbie along with a Latina Barbie. And along with what I was just saying about like millennial um, parents and kids, there's um, modern backlash from fans about inclusivity that urged Mattel to put out a series of what they called Barbie fashionistas in 2016. Mm-hmm. And that they were kind of meant to represent the diversity of modern women, but they varied by like only seven skin tones, four body types, 22 eye colors, and 24 hairstyles. So there's more eye colors and <laughs> hairstyles. And skin toning. Than skin tone and body type. Skin wow. tones is seven i'm pretty sure there's one that and four body types so my question about that is do you think the creation of these inclusive barbies is tokenizing these identities because there are like black barbies that are made there's um not like this is gonna sound awful there's not overweight barbies yeah but there's there's like like, you know curvier not skinny barbies there's also 
Barbies that are disabled. Mm-hmm. Barbie, like, I think Barbie put out a yeah. chemotherapy Barbie that was distributed mm-hmm. to kids in hospitals. So they're putting stuff out like that. Yeah. Do you think that that's being inclusive in a tokenizing way or yeah. not so much? I think it shows a genuine effort to include more people. And of course, it can be approved. Like, anything could, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think as a starting point, as like a baseline, it's good. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because even though not very inclusive, if you really think about it, it still does a job in trying to like reel more kids in and have right. them see someone that at least looks slightly similar to them. Right. Not or like exactly, you know. Like, or look like someone that they know, like their yeah. parents. I actually see it more of a, as a marketing move. Because mm-hmm. oh. now as there's becoming more backlash towards Barbie, yeah. mm-hmm. there's becoming more of an awareness of how we... Like, what kind of dolls and representation we give our kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was a calculated move by Mattel. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. still think that the overall net outcome is good. Because mm-hmm. even if kids don't have a Barbie that look exactly like them, you have a Barbie that looks a little bit closer than the skinny white mm-hmm. thin Barbie. I actually didn't think about it that way. And yeah. I, I don't know why. Because, you know, we talk about how thin Barbies sell. Yeah. But we didn't think about how, like, parents who are trying to make their kids more aware are going to buy every kind of Barbie for their kids mm-hmm. so that they can grow up seeing what it might look like, yeah. which is almost like fishing at people who want to be inclusive and yeah. then kind of taking advantage of that. I don't know. That's but to add on to that, I want to say that like every corporation does that. Oh, thing. yeah. Oh, like yeah. Every no, single one. So I feel like, yeah, that is most likely what happened i don't think it should be like the main focus i think instead of like pointing that that out we should just start talking more about what we want more from it mm-hmm. do you yes. know what i mean so they start releasing even more mm-hmm. do you know what i mean because at the end of the day it's like still better to have an option rather than like nothing oh at yeah all. Oh, do you know course. what i mean i i think um that obviously worked yeah. because there are people who are saying put out more Barbies, put mm-hmm. out Barbies yeah. that are inclusive, and Mattel listened because they knew that their fans are yeah. going to listen. And then before these dolls, would you guys say that you didn't feel represented by Barbie, and did that cause you to look at media elsewhere? Um, even with other kids who look just like me. Mm-hmm we wouldn't go for the black Barbies Mm -hmm. because we would be looked down. Oh, you have a black Barbie? Uh, Yeah, it was like... She's not, like, the real Barbie. Yeah, like, that's not the real Barbie. You could have gotten that Barbie, but you chose... You know what I mean? So we were kind of looked down for it. So instead, I started looking towards things like Bratz dolls and Monster High dolls Mm -hmm. because they were kind of, like, just different Mm -hmm. in a sense. Like, they didn't start off with just one doll Mm -hmm. that was the beauty standard. Monster High started off, they're not even human. Do you know what I mean? And Bratz, like, it came out with, like, four different dolls, all different. Right. So So there wasn't that pressure. Asian, Latina, whatever, yeah. There wasn't that pressure to, like... Choose the white Barbie. Yeah. Right. What about you? Do you think that you avoided Barbie because of that? Um, I mean, obviously, like, I'm white, but Mm -hmm. I also am non-binary, and, like, if I could buy myself in a Barbie, it was, like, Stacy. Her, like, emo sister um, <laughs> yes. like, mm-hmm. was, like, alternative and, like, very androgynous mm-hmm. in her, like, hobbies and activities. So, like, I would play Barbies if someone else was playing Barbies. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'll pick the purple brunette mermaid, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But I was never actually Barbie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was honestly like more of a little like a little pet shop kid. Oh, okay. Because like there was no Again, like the same, the same thing as Monster High. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're not human. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Um, me and my sisters did also go for the Monster High ones because um, their skin tones aren't like skin tones. Right. They're like light pink, light Green. blue, <laughs> orange. Like those are like you could almost put yourself into Anything. any of them. Yeah. Because uh, some of the Monster High dolls are obviously like modeled after yeah. certain ethnic features, but it was never like meant in a like a minstrel sense. It was just. I think that's kind of what steer. Uh, not that didn't stop me from liking Barbie, but like that did not stop me from liking Barbie. But it definitely like kind of had a little bit of my attention, and yeah. not all of it was focused on being thin and white. And similar to yours, yeah. the only thing I can think of in Barbie is like Raquel, who was meant yeah. to be Hispanic, mm-hmm. but she was the only one with black hair. So yeah, and I was like. Oh, but it's like, even if you think about that, in some of the older movies, Raquel is the boyfriend stealing Hispanic yeah. woman who's jealous and envious of like Barbie's lavish life, and, she and wants she's a mean girl. Yeah. And like, why is it that Stacy's the only one with like brown hair? All the other blonde, mm-hmm. like uh, mainstream ones, yeah. are like cool, and she's the weird emo one with the purple stripe. Like the brunette so, fire? No boyfriend. The no boyfriend. You know. oh, it worked for mm-hmm. me. It was great. I was <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So <laughs> do you think that do you think that making um a different character of Barbie as the main focus of the movies would make it easier to see the point? that Barbie's trying to put out, like, Barbie's whole thing is that she can do it on her own, and yeah. that, uh, you know, she's independent, but do you think that her being thin, white, blonde, mm. and blue-eyed makes people kind of stop there, and just say, well, of course she can do it, she's Barbie, like, that's her thing, she's the icon, but if you think, do you think, like, if they had focused on Raquel, and what she could do on her own, or Stacy, what she could do on her own, people that didn't look like Barbie, do you yeah. think that would make it easier to see the point? Because the thing is, there's no problem with Barbie being, of course, the main character. Because it's right. Barbie. Like, yeah. It's modeled after her. But I don't think it would hurt to have, like, just, like, a few side movies where, you know, Raquel gets the attention. Or, like, maybe Stacy yeah. or, like, one of her other sisters. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a problem if Barbie is the main character because she is the main character. Right. But I also wouldn't be opposed to, like, a different type of storyline. And I mm-hmm. think it would help a lot of kids who want to see themselves as the main character with the Barbie Type Still of with the Barbie title. Aesthetic. Yes. Like, you know. And there's also, like, of course, the Barbie movie isn't out yet, so mm-hmm. we don't know exactly how it's going to play out. Every woman, except for, like, a couple, is Barbie. So, like, right, like with the new Barbie, one coming out, yeah. Oh. Yes, is Margot Robbie, but she's also. I don't know any of the other actors, but she's. A Dolly Right? Right. Yeah, yeah. she's a Barbie. She's like. Hispanic, like, plus size, mm-hmm. and, like. And they're all still yeah. Barbie. Right, like, that's right, because they, they all call each other Ken and yeah. Barbie. Because I, I noticed that, too. Ken is Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Yeah. Ryan Gosling. Um, but so is Simu Liu. Yeah. And they call him Ken, too. And they don't yeah. say, like, oh, hi, Asian Ken. Right, it's, it's just Ken. like, hi, Ken. Hi, <laughs> 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 Asian Ken. <laughs> no, no. Oh, my God. But 
actually, so the, uh, that actually leads me to the next question. Do you think the efforts to make Barbie more inclusive are working? See, that's difficult because I feel like if you allow yourself to really sit there and like ignore all the other factors leading up to it, like, you know, corporations just wanting money and then mm -hmm. people, you know, like just fishing for people who genuinely want to see mm -hmm. inclusion. But if, <sighs> yeah, like I'm kind of on the fence about that one. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of agree just because like, even the way we reference yeah. other Barbies, it's the black Barbie, the right. disabled Barbie, the the wheelchair Barbie, the pregnant right. Barbie. It's like, but then when someone says Barbie, we the all know who that is. is. Right. So is it working? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. Probably, Probably just because Barbie was made 60 years ago and yeah, that's where that she's already started. established it, she's already established i think what is working though and this might you guys can disagree with me is kind of acknowledging that barbie is sometimes problematic yeah and like almost making it like come full circle and become camp <laughs> yes <laughs> like 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 drag queens like trixie mattel and then celebrities like like Nicki Minaj, who yeah. literally calls her fan base the Barb. The Barbs. Because yes. she's black Barbie. Like yeah. Mattel even put out a drag queen Barbie in 2010. <laughs> so they know that they're camp, kind of. So what do you guys think about that way of going about it? Well, as someone who listened to Nicki Minaj a lot in their mm -hmm. childhood, her whole thing really is being Barbie, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. Black Barbie, Barbie, this, this, and that. And it's like because she knows she's the exact opposite of Barbie, you know, mm -hmm. thin white woman, she's the exact opposite. That's what makes it almost like fun for yeah. like her fans to mm -hmm. be like, yeah, we're Barbies, we're Barbs, blah, 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 because they realistically, probably not <laughs> because, you know, like the stereotypical Barbie, mm -hmm. probably her fans who the demographic would be black girls, right. you know, but at the end of the day, making that her image it's kind of camp because it's camp, it's camp it's because it gives her fans like that kind of like oh yeah I'm Barbie blah 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 mm -hmm. and I I don't think it's harming anything basically yeah is what I'm trying to say yeah. and to speak of the drag thing mm -hmm. like the whole idea of drag is to play with femininity mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. play with the idea of what an ideal woman is and kind of like make it ironic make fun of it that's almost like Barbie written on it, like, yeah, like, yeah exactly, like, oh. it's playing with the Barbie girl aesthetic, mm -hmm. it's playing with the pink and the feathers and the rhinestones, and kind of, because femininity is so imposed by the patriarchy, mm -hmm. this is a very women's studies podcast. Oh, oh yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, because femininity is, like, imposed on women by the patriarchy, mm -hmm. it's kind of turning it around and owning it and taking mm -hmm. yeah. what you want from it. Mm -hmm. Owning it, but making a mockery out of it at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And like you guys had just recently defined camp for me because I didn't yeah. necessarily know what it meant. <laughs> and it kind of almost like clicked when I thought about like Trixie Mattel because yeah. a lot of Trixie's content is that she's a drag queen and she's like six foot three, she's super tall right. and her makeup is crazy because Barbie's makeup is meant to be perfect all the time and right. it looks gorgeous on every doll but she literally makes a mockery out of it by blasting it mm -hmm. right. it's like you want me to wear eyeliner fine it'll be like half a half face. Face. yeah <laughs> like you want the contour like up to up to here like you want the contour it's not going to be blended like you're going to see it yeah 
and like it almost like clicked like oh the same way you said like what the patriarchy wants from us and then instead we take what we want from that it's almost like look at how crazy we look trying to do what you're telling us to do that's exactly what it is i just think that doing that is almost like acknowledging her counter feminist parts yeah. like the parts that are problematic about barbie bringing them to light and being like hey barbie can be a completely anti-patriarchy thing but she still does have these like yeah. flaws and that's why it becomes kind of camp like when the drag queens have the barbie doll proportions and it oh takes like like six feet of butt pads it takes a ridiculous amount of like alteration and mm. props to make and that like shapewear and stuff mm-hmm. like that to make the proportions the, like the unrealistic like, yeah mm-hmm. because it's so unrealistic of what's expected of us for these measurements mm-hmm. is there any last things that you guys want to talk about for barbie okay last thing i do think that it's very interesting that barbie has kind of become in the same way barbie's become camp um being like quote-unquote a bimbo and mm-hmm. like yeah dressing like a barbie and acting like yeah. a dumb barbie doll has also become like a way of reclaiming that. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen that. No, because the thing is, when I was growing up, being a bimbo and liking pink and being girly was seen yes. as like, oh, you're stupid. You're like actually dumb. Mm-hmm. And like, and for no a long time, time I was like, my favorite color isn't actually pink. It's blue, guys. Like, <laughs> I'm different. And, <laughs> oh my God, sorry. But liking feminine things. in college, my entire room is pink. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I think part of it is trying to like reclaim that like what they missed out in childhood, which is embracing mm-hmm. their femininity mm-hmm. and not finding a problem in it. Because me and Ken were actually speaking about this earlier, but mm-hmm. my brother, we I sat down and I was watching Barbie Life in the Dream House, as one does, mm-hmm. and he kind of joined me. He's like, he was five at the time mm-hmm. and he loved it. You know, he was sitting there enjoying so it. We were chilling. We would like wake up early so Aww. we could go and watch it together one day my dad saw him and like ever since he's like oh no i don't like barbie ba, 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 ba. but then behind the scenes he'd be like can you turn it on so i could just like walk in and act like i'm not the one <laughs> it's the cutest thing but i think what that shows is there's a negative connotation behind femininity yeah than there is with masculinity because when i wanted to go out and play ball my, my dad had no problem with it right do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think there's that kind yeah. of yeah yeah no, i agree yeah, because we were, like, talking about it earlier, and, like, to add on to your thing, like, masculinity is taking a step up. Right. Like, almost letting go of femininity is improving yourself. Whereas, yes. like, for men, it's like, why would you give up what you have been given by society mm-hmm. to take on feminine things? Yeah. Yes. And, like, I think that's why Barbie is so controversial now, because yeah. she's hated on when we're younger, because mm-hmm. she is feminine. But now that we've grown up and realized that, like, femininity isn't something to bash on, something that is a step down. Once we've realized that, yeah. that's when we start to reclaim that. And so it's like, yes, she's representative of all of the patriarchal standards that, mm-hmm. like, are meant to be upheld by her thin, blonde hair, you know, blue eyes. But at the same time, men still hate on women who are yeah. thin, have blonde hair and blue mm-hmm. eyes, and still hate on someone who would be Barbie mm-hmm. anyway. They're not the exception. And so it's just like, I don't know, for me personally, Barbie is such an interesting feminist icon because there's so many nuances, especially when it comes to race, you know, gender alone. Like, because we see 
being in the military as like a masculine thing. But Barbie also does that. Does mm-hmm. that make her masculine or can she still do that being an independent woman? Um, and, you know, I just think that she's a whole bunch of different examples of what is good femininity and what is bad in the patriarchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? 